This is Emerging Daily with Charlton Scott Fisher. Scott is the founder and leader of Emerge Nashville, a spiritual refuge that's an evolving ministry expressing radical grace every day. Emerge is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your tax-deductible gift and to learn more about Emerge, visit EmergeNashville.org or email EmergeNashville at gmail.com. We hope this program will help you to emerge as pure gold and to steer you to put love into action. Welcome you to today's edition of Emerging Daily. I'm Scott Fisher. Uh, Today I'm trying something new. I am recording on the go uh, during my commute. So hopefully this will sound okay. Um, I apologize about uh, yesterday's episode. Um, I had a migraine to be quite honest. Um, But I sort of thought that since... The previous day's episode had come out so late because uh, of trying to wait and hear what the president had to say during his address. Um, It was sort of like a twofer episode, so it sort of counted for both days, I guess. Um, But again, I apologize about yesterday. The plan is to uh, begin to record some of these ahead of time, and I just haven't uh, been able to uh, get that done yet because I'm, I'm, uh, as I've said once before, I'm going to be sharing the mic with some other uh, progressive ministers and leaders and people. throughout middle tennessee so and maybe even beyond i I would really love to uh even if we had to uh do it by phone or something uh do um have someone like uh d punk or uh possibly carlton pearson or uh others like that that may not be available in person but we could do it remotely so um that's just to give you something to look forward to and i hope that we can work that out but anyway uh like i said today we're um on the go i've got to uh go to a doctor's appointment later today so uh, you know i mentioned before i pack a lot of stuff into a day so uh, i wanted to uh sort of get away from politics for today because I know that's just really been uh, just filling up everything and everybody and and, and it's almost to the point of nausea. Um, So today I sort of wanted to veer away from that a little bit. You know, I'm not shying away from dealing with current issues by no means because that's part of what uh, this podcast is dealing with is how current events and current issues uh, play into our spiritual life and our emerging love walk. Um, but today, I sort of wanted to touch on, and I touched on this a little bit. If you'll go back, if you haven't already listened to it, um, if you'll go back and listen to uh, the message that I gave um, on the first Sunday after 9-11, back in uh, 01, uh, the title of the podcast and of the message was Love Shall Wax Cold. And so we um, we aired that message uh, 
in the podcast the other day. So if you if you can uh, go back and listen to that, that would be great. Be- because today I sort of want to touch on something that I touched on during that uh, message, and that is how we allow little things to stop us from walking in love. And I'm guilty of this. I mean, I'll be the first to admit it. Um, I am very guilty of this. It's not so much that I just uh, flat out do not love someone, but I don't walk in that love in relation to someone all the time. Um, And what causes us to do that? What causes us to step out of that way? You know, um, throughout throughout the Bible, both the Old and New Testaments, we are referred to what's called the way. What is the way? It's the way of love. It's the path of love. And what causes us to veer away from that, to take a detour out of that path? Um, you know, and, and one of the things that does it for me, and, and again, I'm just being honest here, is other drivers. And, you know, I'm driving. So today, hopefully, this by, by sharing this during the podcast while I'm recording while I'm driving, it will help keep me focused on uh, being courteous and being nice. And But the problem is, and isn't it always the other person, um, the problem is that I try to be courteous and, and everybody else is a turd. Uh, and of course that's not true, but you know, that's how all of us are. We're so self-focused and self-centered and, and, and everything that we think it's they're always someone else's fault. And we don't know what's going on with that person. We don't know, you know, that person may be uh, in a dire uh, need to get to the hospital, either for themselves or someone else, uh, or, you know, some other kind of accident. I mean, we don't know what's going through someone else's mind. We don't know what's going through someone else's life, what they're dealing with, uh, because we're so focused on ourselves. But, you know, even physically, our eyes are put to where we cannot see ourselves. Have you ever thought of that? And so we shouldn't be focused on me, mine, and, you know, all the time. We should be focused on others, be other-focused. So what is it that gets under your call? What is it that stops you from continuing to press on daily, minute-by-minute, second-by-second on the path of love? What is it that allows... That, that you allow to get under your crawl, to get under your skin, to stop you from really even feeling that love for the other person. You know, love is a feeling. It's not just a word. It's not just, it's not even just an attitude. It's partly, it, it encompasses attitude, but it's more than attitude. It is a feeling. Uh, it's more than a feeling too, but but it does include feeling. It does, because that is, we are feeling people, and that, that's part of our soul. That's part of who we are. You know, our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. Well, emotions include feelings, and love is, is part of that. Love is a feeling. It's more than a feeling, but it does include our feelings. And so, you know, when you get uh, behind a slow driver, uh, do you feel anger and, and uh, animosity toward that other driver? 
or are you feeling love? And, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I don't always feel the love. And it's a choice because you can choose to feel the love. It's hard to do sometimes. And sometimes, you know, I think we are so afraid of being a fake that we don't force ourselves to feel the love. But the love is there. I promise you it is. It's deep down sometimes and it's buried a bunch of, a bunch of manure, but it's there. And it's up to us to dig it out and to allow it to affect us and for us to walk in it and, and to, to allow it to be a sweet-smelling savor over our lives. Um, you know, there's other things, I'm sure, you know, with, with you, with me, that we don't, uh, we don't walk in love when those things are, are uh, when we're dealing with those things. But one of the, one of the definitions of hate, if you look it up really and, and really dig into it in the Greek and in the Hebrew and Aramaic, is really less than love. So anything less than love could be considered hate. And, you know, we think hate is just some blatant uh, evil thing, and really it's just anything less than love. And so, you know, it causes us, we don't want to deal with things a lot of times. Well, well I'm, not a, I'm not a hateful person. I don't walk in hate. Well, are you walking in love? Well, I'm not always. Well, then, you know, if you're not, then you're walking in that gray area, maybe, but still, there's shades of hate there. So it's a choice that we make, and and the the thing is, it needs to become a conscious choice. It needs to become a conscious decision that we choose, even when we're behind a driver that's going 30 miles an hour in a 50 mile an hour zone. We can choose to still feel the love and and, and pray that that person will wake up and get off their phone and move on down the road. Or if you're at a stoplight or a stop sign and they just keep sitting there instead of slamming on your horn, just, you know, thinking, well, that, you know, maybe I've done that before and I pissed somebody off. So, you know, it's, it's not only to be considerate of others, but to also consider others and, and think of, well, maybe, you know, maybe, uh, their child had, had texted them, and, and it's really important that they answer that text as, as soon as possible. And they waited until they were at a stopped position to do so, you know, possibly. I don't know. Um, but to consider others, to consider, put, your, put yourself in that person's shoes and think about what are the possibilities that cause that person to do this, that, or the other. And it's not easy to do, but it's a choice. It's again, it's, it goes back to our choice. We are people of choice. Now, how we use that choice, what we do with that choice, and the problem is, many times we don't consciously make a choice. We go with the flow. Uh, you know, a thing in motion stays in motion. It's, it's the law of inertia, and so we get ourselves going in a direction and we just keep flowing with it and instead of consciously deciding hey you know i'm veering off the path of love here and if i keep going where am i going to end up and so to consciously bring ourselves back and focus on the path of love 
and I, it's never an easy thing. You know, that's the straight and narrow way that Jesus spoke of. It's that middle road that is often not taken. But, you know, again, we choose, we can choose to walk in love. There is within us, and I believe this, there is within every person that spark of divinity, that spark of light, that spark of God, which is God, which is love. It's within all of us. You know, the Bible says that the love of God has been shed abroad within our hearts and upon our hearts. Well, it is there. It's in all of us. It's even in Trump, even though it might be buried a bunch of crap, a bunch of manure. And that's a that's a, <laughs> a soft word. But, uh, you know, it's even there in him. And it's in the other politicians in, in uh, Washington. And it's your state capital, whether it be Tennessee, whether it's Nashville or or wherever. But, you know, that spark of love is within them too. Now, in walking, in choosing to walk in love, as more of us would begin to choose to walk in that path, you would see a wave. You would see, instead of a blue wave, like what they were anticipating during the past election, you would see, and I don't want to say a red a red wave, but you would see a, a wave of love overflow this world if we would all begin to consciously, consciously begin to make the choice to stay on the path of love. If, and, and, and if we're not on it, get on it. It would, it would overflow. There would be a flood of love overtake the world. And I think that that is, you know, in Kabbalah, they speak of the Messiah in a different way than what um, a lot of people are familiar with. But what they teach and what I teach is, is that the Messiah is not so much a person as it is a consciousness. It's a state. Um, it is that that's within us. You know, Christ is in us. Christ and Messiah is the same word. But it's also a state. It's a place. It's a, a even a paradigm, if you will, that we grow into and that we can choose to get to. You know, Jesus made the choice. He said, I always do those things that please my Father. Well, that was a choice. And that's what made him Walk in that anointing. What's the anointing? That's what the word Christ, that's what the word Messiah means, is the anointing. The anointing is within, but we need to walk in that anointing. We need to allow it to affect what we think, what we say, and what we do. That's having the mind of Christ, the anointed mind. I hope you're being blessed by this message today. Um, I just wanted to pause for a minute and tell you that we really are glad that you're listening to Emerging Daily, our podcast. And I hope, if you haven't already, that you'll go and check out our website, EmergeNashville.org. Or you can go by uh, EmergingDaily.com. Either one will get you there. But the main site is EmergeNashville.org. And look around throughout there. It's got uh, our mission, our vision. Um, our purpose Um, it's got what we believe what we're going to teach some of the impact areas that we hope to to make a difference in 
both in Lebanon and Nashville, throughout Middle Tennessee, and throughout the world. We plan to begin having some weekly worship and teaching times very soon. We're still looking for a worship leader. Uh, it will have to be on a voluntary basis to begin with, but we do hope that it will uh, pretty soon turn into a full-time position. But if you or someone you know may would be interested in this, please look at the site, uh, pray about it, and and just see how you may, even if you don't want to be the worship leader, if you just want to help, um, look at that and pray about it and, and, and get back with us. You can email us at EmergeNashville at gmail.com. That's EmergeNashville at gmail.com. And uh, pray about it. Pray about supporting what we're trying to do um, and supporting this podcast. And we'll get back to the message here in just a second. I just wanted to encourage you to please check out our website, EmergeNashville.org. Thank you. If you like good old country cooking, then you're going to love Bale's Little Country Kitchen, located at 210 West High Street in Lebanon, right in the heart of Middle Tennessee. Bale's Little Country Kitchen is family-owned and operated, and is Lebanon's new favorite place for great country cooking. They have a terrific breakfast and lunch menu, as well as awesome specials throughout the week, like the Friday night all-you-care-to-eat catfish dinner and fixings, and their Saturday morning breakfast bar. And now, they've teamed up with We Deliver to bring their super southern food right to your home or office. You can find out more by going to their website, bellslebanon.com, where you can see their menu and specials, and even order delivery. That's bellslebanon.com. Located at 210 West High Street in Lebanon. You're going to love Bell's Little Country Kitchen, Lebanon's new favorite place for great country cooking. That's having the mind of Christ, the anointed mind. And and again, the word mind deals with soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions. So, for Christ to come in a corporate sense is how Kabbalah teaches and how I teach, basically. It is a, it's an individual, but still, it's a body thing. You know, we are all one. We are all connected. We all came from that one soul that was shattered into many pieces and we are all part of one as each one begins to move in love and consciously walk in love then the whole body will begin to be overflowed with love and begin to follow that same path and that's what that's what uh, that's what our goal should be you know that's the hope of glory. What is glory? You know, the Bible in Colossians speaks of Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does that mean? Well, the word glory is, comes from the word doxa. It's talking about the, being able to recognize or see, uh, to recognize, and it deals with being able to see Christ in us, being able to see the nature of God. What is the glory of God? It's God's nature. It's God's character. The aspects of God. It's the fruit of the Spirit, basically. And so for the glory of God to be seen in us, 
is for the nature of God, the fruit of the Spirit, which is in Galatians, for that to be evident in our life. And it's not something that we, you know, we it's not something that you can just automatically do in the sense that if you've not walked in love consciously and and made the decision to do so, it's not like you get up one morning and just everything just falls into place. It's not like that. But as you begin to consciously follow the path of love, the way of love, then it becomes it does become easier. It does become easier. You know, if you if you um, have ever gone and worked out, if you've lifted weights, the more you lift whatever uh, amount of weight that you're lifting, the easier it becomes. Well, it's the same. It's the same with love. It's the same with walking in that path. The more that you do it, the easier it does become. Now there will be obstacles there, and I'll and I'll share this with you. God allows those obstacles to be there, and just like getting back to the things that irritate us, there is a purpose for them. There's a purpose for everything in your life. The problem is, instead of seeking for the purpose, many times we just shout and, and cry. Poor pitiful me, why is this happening to me? But to really try to find out, why is this happening to me? What is the reason I keep dealing with this thing over and over and over and over and going through this over and over again? Well, because it's an area of your life that you need to deal with and that you need to begin to approach from a, from a perspective of love and not just love for yourself, but love for the other person, love for your fellow man. And so, you know, if you're dealing with something over and again and it still keeps irritating you, you still keep getting behind these slow people on the road and it just irritates you to no end, then maybe it's because you need to deal with yourself in that area of not allowing it to irritate you. And then once you get to where it doesn't irritate you, well, even if they don't go the speed limit, you'll be okay because you know you're still going to get where you're going and everything's going to be all right. But God allows things in our life for a reason. And if you'll study, um, you know, in the the, uh, podcast the other day on transition, and I also shared this uh, a little bit on the the message from the podcast of uh, Known by the Scars, but everything in the Bible deals with us individually and corporately if we approach it from the perspective of looking at it from a history book it's not going to change us and it doesn't do us any good we might as well throw it away and I mean that but if we can begin to see how these things relate to us and speak to us and speak to our lives symbolically it can really begin to affect us and change us and, and bring light to us and help us to see and to understand but you know God allowed a lot of things in the lives of the children of Israel as they were leaving Egypt and coming into the promised land and you know I shared before the promised land is is not some place you go to after you die physically the promised land is the kingdom of God which Jesus said is within us 
And so we're not going to be fighting a bunch of uh, things after we die and leave this body. The fight is within us. The, the war of Armageddon, and, and I'm getting into some, some things that I'll have to deal with later on because we just don't have time today, but the whole war of Armageddon is not something that's going to take place in the future. It's not dealing with future things. It's dealing with inward things. And the war of Armageddon takes place in the valley between your two ears. It takes place within us. You know, Jesus was crucified at Golgotha. That's the place of the skull. That's the place where death to self happens. That's the place where the war happens. That's the place where we really fight. And we're fighting not with flesh and blood. And we're not fighting with invisible demons. We're fighting with things within ourselves. Attitudes, emotions, thoughts, reasonings, beliefs, um, these type of things. And, and, and we have to deal with these things. And God allows us to go through things outwardly in order to press us to deal with things inwardly. And as we begin to deal with them inwardly, our outward lives will change. You know, you look at a grape, in order to get the juice out, what do you have to do? You have to squeeze it. And so we go through pressing times, we go through squeezing times that bring out what is in us. And sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes it's not very tasty. Sometimes it's pretty bitter and because we're full of bitter, bitter fruit instead of the fruit of the Spirit. But it is in there. And I promise you it's there. We just have to really sometimes, as I said before, dig and dig and dig until we, we're able to, to get it. You know, some, some vegetables, um, the fruit is way down in the ground instead of up on the top of the ground. And so sometimes we have to dig and, and to get there. Um, and so, like I said, God allows things in our lives for a reason. And I believe in, 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 in us having authority. You know, we were put here to rule as God. But we have to rule our own self. We have to rule our own body before we can ever begin to rule anything else. Well, how does that happen? How do we rule ourselves? Well, we make consciousness to walk in love. We make conscious decisions to be gentle, to be courteous, to be kind. And that doesn't mean to always be mamby-pamby. You know, Jesus took a whip into the uh, to the temple and threw out the money changers. Now, whether that happened literally or whether that was just, again, a symbolic, figurative, metaphorical thing of him going to the temple of his own mind and body and, and throwing out those things that uh, um, didn't belong there. You know, I'm not getting into that today, but... Still, in our respect, in our how it applies to us, yes, we do have to go into this temple, and we do have to throw out those things that don't belong. So whether it happened literally with Jesus or not, how it, how it applies to me today is this temple, this body, this physical body, is the temple of God. And I need to go in into the Holy of Holies, which is my mind, or the holy place, rather, which is my mind, and throw out 
those things that don't belong, those things that try to set themselves up as God. You know, Jesus referred back to the book of Daniel when he spoke about the man of sin being revealed and, and him uh, sitting in the holy place declaring himself to be God. Well, that is us. That is that ego and that false self sitting in there trying to rule instead of allowing the Christ in us, the Spirit of God in us, the nature of God in us to rule. And we have to throw down that false God, that false, you know, that idol, that uh, that thought, that Paul talks about taking our thoughts captive. And so these things are things that we have to consciously do. And if we don't, as I said, we'll just keep going the way we're going and we're going to end up in a place we really don't want to be. And it will cause us to wake up, but then we may be so far gone that, you know, uh, there may not be, it may not be very easy to get back. And so if we begin today, right now, to make a conscious decision to stay on the path of love, we will end up in a place and it'll be a glorious place and that's where we're heading we have to focus on Christ we have to focus on that nature and it is in us and we have to allow it to press out I thank you for listening today I hope this was a blessing to you and uh, just stay on the path of love if you see other people that are not following that path Encourage them. Pray for them. Don't nag them. That's not going to help anything. But encourage them that, you know, hey, I know what you're dealing with. Or maybe I don't know what you're dealing with. Maybe that's maybe that's not even the, the best way to approach it. But to say, hey, whatever you're dealing with, it's going to be okay. And, you know, become a friend to somebody. Choose to become a friend to somebody. If you see somebody struggling, you know, we're told that those who are spiritual to help those who are not, instead of criticizing, reach out to them. And, you know, how does this deal with us in relation with the president and things like that? Well, we do need to pray for one another. We do need to lift one another up. But sometimes, if somebody is just really walking in a blind state it, it we have to say hey look you know you're stepping in a hole and it's going to bring all of us down with you if you don't wake up but again like i said thanks for listening today and uh stay on that emerging love walk do you like to shop online for either yourself or for gifts for others do you like the convenience of shopping online but also like to help support local shops and retailers what if you could do both? Check out BellsGiftsAndMore.com. Bells Gifts and More is locally owned and operated, based just outside of Nashville in Lebanon, Tennessee. They have men's and women's clothing fashions and accessories, wallets, handbags, watches, jewelry, books, media, home and office items, electronics, and more, all at great prices. And they add new items to their inventory almost every day. 
So go to bellsgivesandmore.com and use promo code EMERGE when you check out to get an additional 10% off your purchase, excluding sellout. That's bellsgivesandmore.com. listening today and we hope you were stirred to put love into action. Feel free to send your questions or comments to EmergeNashville at gmail.com and please consider donating on our website EmergeNashville.org or write to Emerge P.O. Box 3242 Lebanon, Tennessee 37088.